Nick's watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nick's is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nick's and Grace. Welcome to episode 65 of There's No Place Say Tara, a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we are going over season three, episode 21, The Crystal School, a.k.a. not the crappy Indiana Jones movie. Oh, see, mine was just, there's not really much in it. It was just Daniel Jackson and the Crystal Skull. I almost like that better. I almost went with a Rick and Morty reference, but it doesn't quite work because the Giants, spoiler alert, guys. Giant aliens. Aliens remind me of the show us what you got. Yeah. Episode. It's actually one of the few episodes I know because I've seen it like five times. <laughs> Raise your posterior. <laughs> That's it. That's all I've I got. I've seen probably a total of five episodes. Yeah. But those five episodes, I've seen like three to five times. So each. at some point, we will watch them all, and then I'm going to make you watch them in the order where you see this other plot line develop. Yeah, and I know there's a secret There's a secret plot line. Yeah, yeah. So so Nick started watching it without me, and I was like, hey, we should watch this from the beginning. He's like, yeah, but I'm already on in the middle of season two. And I'm yeah. like, but you can re-watch it so that I can watch it. He's like, but I'm, but I'm already on season two. And I was it's like... It's hard to stop once you've started. Yeah. But... Yeah. but <laughs> anyway... Uh, so back to Stargate. Back to Stargate. <laughs> this did come out before Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Yes. Please keep right, that in mind. Yeah. This was not an Indiana Jones ripoff. If you want to say anything, Indiana Jones was a Stargate ripoff. Boom. Oh, Boom. It's oh giant aliens come for the Crystal Skull. What? What's that? Uh, anyway. I've seen this before. Seen this before. Anyway, <laughs> this first aired on March 3rd, 2000. Uh, story by Michael Greenberg and Jared Paul, written by Brad Wright, directed by Brad Turner. All the Brads. Yes. Got it. Um, so here's the the biggest, and one of the, I mean, besides like, you know, Dan Shea and stuff, but the big guest star yes. here is Jan Rubes, who- I know that name. I love as Nick Ballard. <laughs> um, he unfortunately passed in, in 09. He was Aww. 89 years old. This guy had a really awesome life. Really? He was born in Czechoslovakia, okay. and after World War II, he joined, like, he he had, a, he went to school, went to college for vocal performance, for singing. Oh, wow. He joined the Prague Opera House as a bass He singer. does, even just when you listen to him talk. He's got quite the pipes. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, I want him to read me a story. He <laughs> he went, he was Czechoslovakia's represent, representative in the 1948, uh, um, uh, Geneva International Music Festival. Oh, wow. And he won. That's crazy. <laughs> and after that, he immigrated to Canada. Wow. Then he joined the Canadian Opera Company and ended up down the line directing and eventually he switched over to radio and television. Okay, okay. So he was sort of late in his career to television and radio and stuff like this, but he... He's like, oh, let me retire from my first career do something less interesting. literally <laughs> a world-renowned opera singer. Yeah, so this man's an artist through, yes. through and through. Yeah. Um, many people my age, uh-huh. as I know him, yep. as Jan... 
from Mighty Ducks 2. Yeah, From D2 Mighty the Ducks. The ice skate guy, right? The one yes. that cleans the skates? Yes. Yes. Who okay. is like, I mean, this was, he was an icon of Manchester. And listen, <laughs> I know the Mighty Ducks films are ridiculously ridiculous. No, these are like, they're amazing. These are the like greatest a things serious ever. moment of my childhood. There are still the moments ducks. where I will quack in public <laughs> and start and start. I to still roll. see ducks now. It's like ducks fly together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, it's probably after a few drinks. I'll start a quack, <laughs> quack, quack, quack. <laughs> well, see the other the other like part of this is because this is from my from where I grew up in Minnesota. Okay. Like, I went to the mall in Minnesota. I, you know, there's scenes in D2 and they're gathering people that they're skating through the Mall of America. Like, okay. there's people, the actors, a lot of them were, the kids, a lot of them were from, you know, Minnesota. They were from the same area I grew up with. You know, one of my, I remember, again, I can't validate this in any way, but one of my babysitters knew Goldberg the goalie like they were friends like this is (laughs) I mean I think one of the reasons I watched Daredevil is because of Foggy Nelson uh yeah wasn't he one of the Bash brothers he was one of the Bash brothers so many kids in that movie (laughs) to crush on I might have crushed on all of them there is anyways I love who's the kid that transfers from the fancy school is it Banks yes okay so I remember in fourth grade (laughs) a kid moved to our school in the middle of the year everyone called him Banks well no I thought he looked like Banks Thanks, and yeah. nobody else talked to him and I was like I'll be your friend and he's like no thanks you're a girl <laughs> <laughs> and that was the short of it That's and the funny. long of it because there was no more story so, <laughs> like other, like adults people of the next generation from us <laughs> yeah. who didn't have kids who watch Mighty Ducks adults here adults if you will exactly <laughs> uh, knew him from Witness the Harrison oh. Ford film he was Eli the Amish patriarch in Got the it. Amish uh, uh, family village or whatever that they hid the kid in. Nice. I've not actually seen this film. I think I saw it um, like on TV once. Like, I'll be honest, little, but not I would purpose. watch this for Jan. <laughs> not for his <laughs> Yeah, in I, Amish country. To be fair, I'd watch it for Jan. Yeah. So, um... Well, heck, we'll watch some Witness. Okay. <laughs> so, side note, yes. Nick Ballard okay. is, is his grandfather's name. Yes. Um, so the name Ballard was super familiar for me. Okay. It should be familiar for you, too. It sounds like something, but I don't know what. So there is an underwater archaeologist by the name of Robert Ballard. Okay. That name sounds familiar to you because he's the guy that found the Titanic. Nice. <laughs> with his cute little Argo robot, Gypsy <laughs> robot. Um, Do you think there's a nod to him, too, when our other archaeologist is named Robert? Well, we've seen Rothman. But Rothman's been in the show before. Okay. So I don't know if that... That might be, like... A okay, coincidence, that's fair. but he's in the show long enough. Done. Um, and I actually know his name. Like discovering the Titanic is like the secondary reason of why I know oh. Robert Ballard. This is a okay. deep nerd cut. He was the consultant on Sequest in the first season. That's awesome. <laughs> and so, if you watch the first season of Sequest during the credits. There are these little, like, mini science segments during the so credits. So Robert Ballard is the guy I need to grill about Atlantis. Oh, uh, yeah. Because some of us may Serious. know about my weird obsession yeah. with Atlantis. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's so, the guy. So I'm coming for you. <laughs> that's how I know Robert Ballard is. He did the little mini science sequences at the end of, of the first season of Sequest. Nice. Um, and so I, in my brain, have just come up with the, with the like, 
the 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 weird in show fact that uh-huh. maybe Robert Ballard is Daniel's like cousin or uncle. Totally. Because archaeology, like clearly archaeology runs in the family. Yeah, yeah, because his so, parents were archaeologists. So I'm assuming or at least in that family. With the last name of Ballard, I'm assuming this is his matriarchal grandfather. Nice. And yeah. so it's either like his mom's brother or like his mom's nephew. So there's clearly some a long line of discover. Exactly. <laughs> so in my in my world, uh-huh. Robert ba- Robert Ballard is related to Daniel Jackson. They're totally connected. They're, They're totally, totally connected. connected. And Sequest and Stargate yeah. may actually be connected. Exactly. You know, it's like Frozen and Rapunzel. Or <laughs> well, to be fair, Sequest does in the future from Stargate. Well, it could still be connected somehow. Yes. Fair. Done. I've decided. Somehow, yes. <laughs> um, so, and then the giant alien at the end, who is apparently, please pronounce the Aztec god oh, of wind and learning. It gets a quaddle. Thank you. <laughs> um, you would know the voice. It's highly modulated. Dang. You know, you you know the person who plays his voice. Okay. Do I want to guess or do you want? You can me? guess. Um, can I get a clue? Yeah. Uh, he is on the show. Oh, dang. Yeah. Is it Teal? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's, That's always the right one to guess. It's, it's like, Christopher Judge. It's like if you had, um, oh God, I just blanked on his name, Darth Vader. If you had yeah, yeah. Um, on, on on any show, you're like, well, we're always going to have a James Earl Jones do yeah. the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, we already have him. James Earl Jones. He's the voice of all the things. Alrighty. We he's are gonna, Mufasa. Mufasa. Ooh, I just. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Mufasa. <laughs> I always actually go back to the Simpsons one where the head's in the clouds. Yeah. And he was like, I am your father. Oh, yeah. And he was like, <laughs> and he does all the things. Simba. And then the third one, this is CNN. Yeah. <laughs> That's the and first thing I think of. Scene. And scene. <laughs> okay, so let's. There is a both a history and a science according to Stargate Hell, in yes. this episode. So Put on your learning hats. We're kids. just gonna start this off with the history because it's the name of the episode. Got it, guys. Crystal skulls are real. Whoa! But they're also fake. Whoa! So, crystal skull like people have discovered. I'm using air quotes. Yeah. For this audio podcast. <laughs> Crystal skulls okay. in the past. They are they're made of quartz. Okay. Uh, they they those who have found them claim that they are from pre-Columbian Mesoamerican civilizations, okay. either Aztec or Mayan. But really, they're not necessarily easily made available for further study. And those who have <laughs> made claims about them can't really back those claims up. Okay. So. They are, they tend to be made from single pieces of quartz. They tend to be, like, they use them as sort of proof often of alien intervention in, in early society. So why would that be? Is the quartz not something that you can just chisel away it's at? It's not the fact that they're made of quartz. It's the fact that they are so perfectly carved. Okay. That they, they're like, well, they can't make these with any technology That's, that they had in okay, the day. Okay. So they were made by external forces. Sure. Those who have them also claim... Maybe there's, like, some poor, like, you know, dead ancient Mayan artist who's like, I fucking made these. I made them. Anyway. Well, there's also claims of healing powers attributed to Uh, them. Psychic phenomenon. One woman, Anna Mitcha Hedges, who, um, like, her and her husband sort of discovered the most infamous of these crystal skulls, um... 
said her skull could cause visions, could cure cancer, and she once used it to magically kill a man, oh and my. she also threw it, saw a premonition of JFK getting assassinated. Listen, I think if I met this lady, <laughs> I'd be putting her in that same hospital that Nick was. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, hey. So there's no, a, okay. a fairly interesting, like, it's been in National Geographic a couple times. Okay. And there is um, uh, sort of this segment of this article that I read there is apparently, and this was in the Nat Geo article, there is a book called Mysteries of the Crystal Skulls, uh-huh. and the co-author is Joshua Shapiro, and he says, quote, We believe the crystal skulls are a form of a computer, which are able to record energy and vibrations that occur around them. Mm. The skull will periodically repay all the events or images of the people who have come in contact with it. I.e., they contain the history of our world. Okay, somebody get Apple on this. Yes. Somebody get the campus. This is, like, Paul amazing. Cupertino. Exactly. <laughs> Have them work on this. The problem is, is that studies of some of the skulls they've been able to get their hands on, ones in, like, the British Museum, mm-hmm. they've been doing studies on them since the 60s, and they show, like, the, the teeth and okay. other parts of the skull were carved using jeweler's equipment. Oh. And that the crystal was only found in Madagascar and Brazil. Okay. That's not where these were found. No. Uh, and most likely they were made in Germany in the late 19th century. <laughs> Which is why later on when Rothman's like, it looks like it was made in Germany <laughs> in the late 1800s. Nice. Uh, or early something. And there wasn't one found in 1971 in Belize. Um, the most infamous one... Um, the one that she thought could cure cancer uh-huh. uh, is the crystal skull of Lubantun, and but that was found in Lubantun. Lubantun, okay, sure. Yeah. But that was found in Belize. Oh, gotcha. So okay. they kind of just mixed up a couple. So yeah, crystal skulls are real, and for the longest time before they could actually sort of looked into research them, they thought that. It was just one of those sort of archaeological mysteries that existed. So they're real and they're not real. All they're real the and they're time. not real. Mm-hmm. Because they wouldn't let, for the longest time, they wouldn't let anyone sort of do research on them. Right. Because then it would... Because then they're per- definitely they were- not real. Exactly. <laughs> oh. exactly. Don't look too close. Don't look too close. Don't look at the back of that. <laughs> Don't look at the man behind the curtain. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we start the episode yes. with this grand CG shot of the Stargate at the end of a walkway leading up to a giant period mm-hmm. pyramid. Yep. Super giant. Sam says over a thousand meters. Uh, as far as I know, the largest Giza pyramid yeah. is only about 130 to 140 meters. Yeah, I love that. So we're talking Jack's giant. like, so is that big? Because that's kind of the same question I had. I yeah. was like, I don't... We're American and we don't know meters. Yeah, so what actually, I actually translated. Uh, it's, it's like... That's that's like what eight or not eight times bigger than a Giza pyramid. Wow, I that's can't do the huge. mathematics in my that's head. Fine. That's fine. It's close. Yeah, it's yeah yeah it's just under ten. Yeah, done. <laughs> so and Daniel says that it's Mayan clearly, and he has to see it. And I'm like, that doesn't look definitely Mayan to me. But whatever, I'm gonna. I mean, it's stair steppy and it's not flat. It's so if you're gonna it's say kind of stair steppy, if you're gonna say Mayan versus Egyptian, I'm definitely gonna go. Yeah, Mayan. yeah, yeah. But it doesn't. I don't know that those are our only two choices. Kind of though. could be as yeah. There's multiple pyramids yeah. in the world. So anyway, um, Sam says she has to go too because look at those leptons, <laughs> which means that there's something there that's slowing down neutrinos. Yes. 
And anything also, that can slow new down... Also, band name, the neutrinos. The neutrinos, yes. <laughs> and anything that can slow down neutrinos could change everything we know about physics. Uh-huh. But Dana cuts them off and tells them to zoom in, so the MELP does an impossible zoom in, as they mm-hmm. like to do in television yeah. shows, which is one of my pet peeves about all television shows. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, you know, enhance. Zoom in and enhance. enhance. Zoom in and enhance. No, zoom no. in and pixels. <laughs> zoom in and pixels. Zoom in and pixels. Random blobs of color. And he's like, oh, it's a crystal skull. Just the, like, the one found in 19... 1971 in Belize. Maybe, you know, back then Daniel was so gullible that mm-hmm. he still believed that it was real. Maybe he wasn't convinced. Well, I'm gonna I'm going to say that here he's just saying that it was found in 1971 gotcha. in Belize. That's true. He because could... he never believes his grandfather. That's fair. So uh, I think that he's on the same boat of like, well, they've all been proved fake. They were still found in it's 1971. Like, oh, it's another one of these things. Yeah. I gotcha. So, um, and credits. <laughs> Okay, so leptons and neutrinos. Yes. Yes, anything that can slow down neutrinos would change the course of physics as we know it. Okay. But, uh, and yes, neutrinos are leptons. Mm-hmm. But, like, eh. <laughs> So, a neutrino is a type of electron. A neutrino is neutrally charged, like okay. a neutron. Got it. So you okay. have, you know, in your traditional sort of atom, you have it's, protons, okay. neutrons, electrons. Yes. So it's it's negatively charged, or it's neutrally charged, mm-hmm. like a neutron, hence named. Mm-hmm. Um, but its mass is so small. Okay. I mean, we're talking micro, we're talking minuscule compared to an atom. So we're talking, okay. like, you can't actually conceive of how small this is small. Okay. Um, it's, it's mass is effectively zero. It's one of the smallest things in the universe. So how did we find them? Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, we actually only found them recently. Oh, okay. They were, they were high, high, uh, hypothesized. I can't Got pronounce it. that word again. No, that's pretty good. To, um, to exist long before they were discovered. As yeah. with a lot of things. In Which physics, makes sense. Honestly. Yeah. Yes. It's like, it's all been here. We just don't know how to see it. Yeah. So because the gravity is almost like zero, it's like no effect. Even on a subatomic scale, gravity like doesn't, it's Got like, it. it's so small. It can't even deal with it. Yeah. Um, and they just pass through most matter as if this one, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, it Even doesn't stuff so dense as Jack says. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't interact with anything like this. They packed, they pass through the entire earth as if it doesn't exist. Oh, wow. Um, because if you think about it, atoms have all this space in them. So really you're. So they're just these tiny light travelers. Exactly. That can sneak in and out of they stuff. They can sneak because to them. The entire Earth and everything in it is like a, you can just score through the webwork of it. Guys, this puts Batman's stealth mode to shame. Exactly. <laughs> um, and like a trillion of them pass through your eyes every second from wow. the sun. Wow. Well, like they're that more. tiny. Well, there goes more. There goes more. Guys, I'm going to do this all day. <laughs> so, fun fact it was first postulated that they exist in uh-huh. 1930 by Wolfgang Pauli. Okay. Which is one of the coolest names. That is a really good ever. Name. He called it a neutron because okay. it was neutral. Wolfgang Polly sounds like a Jersey Shore name that you would give to the kid that likes to cook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> okay. Um, so James Chadwick then discovered the neutral particle in an atom okay. in 1932. He also called it a neutron. Nice. So now you have two things with the same name. Yeah, that doesn't work, guys. So later that year, Enrico Fermi, if you thought Wolfgang Pauli was a cool name, <laughs> Enrico Fermi, uh, <laughs> who is infamous for Fermi's Paradox. Okay, I was going to say, why does Fermi sound familiar? Yeah. yeah. He jokingly gave it 
like the name of Neutrino at a conference later that year because it's like Aww. a joke. It's a joke in Italian. It's the little neutral one. It's a one. little baby one. It's a it's little, little baby. baby. That's the little, it's just, it's just a little neutrino. <laughs> now I want, so like, that's... a pasta named a neutrino. <laughs> like, neutrino. tiny little pasta, yeah. Um, so that's Neutrinos how... Neutrinos a la fromage. Yeah, that's how <laughs> neutrino know. got its name. That's just went French for a minute. Sorry, <laughs> so for the longest time, they were just an idea. Mm. Until, and it was sort of fringe science. And it wasn't the, the the Nobel Prize in Physics, like in the 2000s, was given for the detection of neutrinos. Mm. Um, they were finally able to detect them, and they're starting to help shed like understanding on mass. Okay, just like okay. how things have mass, um, and they're a big part of dark matter. Yes. Um, which everyone's heard the term dark matter. They're I the have. the first parts of dark matter we've really been able to start getting our hands around. When we were talking about dark matter this morning, oddly enough, it may or may not have been while picking up poop. <laughs> <laughs> Nibbler. Yeah. Uh, so neutrino detectors are among the coolest looking places that you've ever seen. I'm actually going to pull one up here so that Grace can see it. Nice. Um, they're like the coolest, like weird science places you've ever conceived of in your entire life. Oh, it looks like the inside of a Dalek. I know. Guys. They're amazing. Guys. So, guys. My favorite one is actually was featured Or on, a padded room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was actually featured in Neil deGrasse Tyson's redo of Cosmos. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Um, it is the super ka- Kamioka neutrino detector in Japan. Dang. It looks like a water-filled holodeck, guys. That's awesome. There is... it's. They're usually like... And this is just one type of neutrino detector. These are just my favorite. They're usually a distance underground. This one is like a half mile. Okay. This one has 50,000 tons of distilled water. Wow. Sitting, like just sitting in the bottom. It's so crystal clear that it it doesn't look like it's there. That's awesome. Because it's so clear. That's a little bit awesome and a little bit scary. Yeah. (laughs) So, and, and it's surrounded by all these light detectors, which just look like this weird holodeck, like... (laughs) <laughs> I can't describe it. It's just the coolest looking thing in the whole world. Not for the agoraphobic. Yes. And Kaylee's really excited. Um, so the idea is that all the other particles are stopped by the Earth. Okay. Um, you know, they just can't penetrate that far down. So it's but almost like a giant filter. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Like the Earth is being used in the filter in this case. Okay. And so they're, but neutrinos aren't. So when you turn all the lights off, now mind you, trillions at this point right. neutrinos get passed through all the time every once in a while and they ignore matter okay essentially every once in a while one will collide with one of these light detectors oh and it like lights up it, like they use it to light up the room <gasps> and so you get these like ghost like waves of light that pass through here and that's when you hit a and neutrino. that's when neutrino is hit that's what the light detectors that's do. so cool it is so freaking awesome okay pixar make me a movie about the neutrinos so i don't know cool. why they seem so cool they're they're really fascinating because they're like they just basically ignore physics sometimes yeah they're like i do what i won't they essentially yeah so right now there's a ton i know there was a big study a couple years ago what if neutrinos are all like punk rockers Probably. Like, there's, like, a little, you know, Joe Strummer neutrino yeah. and, like, a little, uh, you know, Dee Dee Ramone <laughs> neutrino and then, like, a like a, like a little Joan Jett. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so there was, there was headlines a couple years ago about how they thought 
they had found neutrinos travel faster than light. And that's one of sort of the constants in the universe. Okay. Nothing travels faster than light. Whoa. So they, but there's been some back and forth about them. Okay. So they basically came back and they're like, well, this wasn't really being measured correctly. It wasn't okay. actually traveling faster than light. There's other things going on here. So that's right now is sort of like. So these guys are just so brand new that we don't know much yet. No, we don't. We, we've really only started starting, you know, being able to detect them to research. We, you know, maybe it was maybe 10 years ago. I forget okay. the actual date. But around then that we first started detecting them. That's so cool. So in but Sam. So so. Sam is right in that if we found something that slowed down neutrinos, it'd be right. amazing. Like, yeah, that really would change things. Um, but, like, leptons aren't an indication that we're slowing down neutrinos. So she might be making a jump a little too quickly. Well, but neutrinos are leptons. Okay. Okay. So, nah. And Janet <laughs> really shouldn't be worried about neutrino, right? We get a shit ton of neutrinos that hit right. us all the if time. We anyway. are already dealing with like they're just already doing whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, that's not, not the cosmic radiation that we're yeah, worried about being it. exposure to. Because but to be fair, we understand. I think Janet's always like, "What weird airborne disease did you yeah. get? And what radiation did you get?" <laughs> we also get talking here of muon radiation. Okay, so a muon is is. Again, it's another type of lepton. Okay. And there's other, there's like, there's like the anti, like an anti-neutrino. There's, there's all of these, when you get into it, it, there's all these different forms. There's like, it's like the opposite of it and uh-huh. stuff like this. Like antimatter, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but muons are much larger than electrons. Okay. okay. They're like 207 times as large as the number I found. So, okay, huge. So they're huge, but, basically, compared to... But they're still so small, you can't imagine... Like, right. they're still Relatively smaller... Relatively speaking, they're yeah. huge, but it's, they're still incredibly tiny. Yes, it's still smaller than, like, a proton or a neutron. Okay, got it. So it's in between that range. And they have a negative charge. Mm. Um, Like an electron. Okay. So, a neutrino is neutral like a neutron. Okay. These are negative like an electron. So there's got to be some, like, positive... There, Guy yeah, there hanging is. out. There is. There, there is. There Look is. at me yeah, learning. Yeah, yeah. There is. Um, so, and uh, I blinked. I could get it wrong. I think those are the quarks. Subatomic physics is not my strong suit. Guys, I don't think subatomic physics is anyone's strong suit <laughs> unless that's what you do. Um, Nixie, I think you do. To be well. fair, I only like quarks <laughs> because it's a quark and I like Star Trek. So. Aww. Anyway, so there's we use muon radiation now actually. Okay. It's a stronger like it kind of does the same thing as an X-ray, but okay. it's more powerful than an X-ray. So do we use them in medical fields? Or do we, we don't use, use them in okay. medical fields. Um, we more use it. There's apparently a couple companies that use it to scan cargo containers. Oh, got because it. you can use that to detect things past like a like nuclear shielding. So it's almost a little bit stronger. They're like much an, stronger. It's like an X-rays. industrial strength. It's X-ray. like an industrial strength. I X-ray. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't want to be using them no. on bodies. Well, but <laughs> necessarily, they're not necessarily going. Like if you hit yourself with an X-ray seven times a day, every day for right. your whole life, it'll affect you. If you get hit by like a shit ton of muon radiation, okay. Eventually, yeah, but. We actually get muons that hit through us because when cosmic rays hit the atmosphere, okay. one of the byproducts is a version of a muon Got that it. passes through us all the time, all Got the time it. anyway. Okay. Um, 
But they also use them, like, they use muon radiation in the 60s to scan for hidden chambers in, like, Giza and pyramids. That's cool. Yes, and they use them sometimes, like, underground when trying to detect, like, tunnels They should have just used that on, uh, you know, what was it? It was, what's the thing that Geraldo Rivera opened? Was it Al Capone's? Like bunker, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. or something, yeah. and then they would have like not had to deal with all the weird random life exactly. thing. Anyway, they they also <laughs> use them to take measurements at Fukushima right now. Oh wow, yeah, tell detection. So, you know, they they could pass really far into the Earth's atmosphere, but they don't they don't ignore the Earth like a way the neutrino does because they're bigger. Yeah. Okay. So because and so when you well, and I wonder, and this has nothing to do with anything. I wonder if it's because they're not neutral. Would that mean anything? It's I. And again, this is. I'm sure there's an actual fact. This is what I'm. I think it is. Uh-huh. So I. I uh, you know, sure. I preface that because neutrinos are so tiny. If you think about all of matter is essentially like uh-huh. a, a complex three dimensional spider web. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, so neutrinos are so tiny, like they can just pass through that spider web without, right? Like they can fit through size, all the holes. It's really the size. Okay. Whereas, See, and I like to think think of it as this like weird spiritual thing about the neutrinos, where it's like, well, one, they're so tiny, and two, they're neutral that yeah. nobody cares. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> the charge is not necessarily what got it. What causes the issues? But <laughs> that so. is the mind inside Grace. You're welcome. <laughs> so there's your science, according to Stargate. That's awesome um neutrinos neutrinos nintendos as yeah. jack calls them <laughs> later on in this next scene so yes. it's class time with daniel mm-hmm. and he talks about the skulls how they were carved from a single piece of crystal against the grain which is impossible if they're from the time periods that archaeologists claims they are okay hints they're not right uh, uh and daniel's not so great Grandfather Aww. discovered an infamous one in Belize. Yeah. Uh, and Nick claimed it possesses a certain power, the power to be teleported to see aliens. Yeah. Well, that would make me think he's not so great either if and I didn't, was not part of the fair, Stargate I team. don't think that that's the reason he claims yeah. he's not so great. That's fair. <laughs> you know, I think uh, he was not a person... <laughs> Who, you know, needed to be tailing with the grandkids. He's like, I've had the kids and I'm done. Yeah. I'm moving on. Um, He's probably like, and among the other things he did, he said this craziness. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and apparently his grandfather insisted in front of the entire academic community that, you know, of this, he couldn't recreate it. And to be fair... And he's not wrong <laughs> that it could have transported him to see aliens. Sure, yeah. Uh, and even Jack's like, we need to, we should go check out this Yeah, film. I want to see this. Yeah. This sounds, this sounds really interesting. <laughs> uh, and Janet's like, just reminder, let's limit the exposure because of the radiation yeah. that Jack adorably calls Nintendo's. And the Nintendo's, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Although Jack, it's like 2000. Although I do like the fact that they're like, well, there's no point in putting on radiation suits because it's just going to pass through the radiation right, suit. Anyway. Right, right. So they like, got that on track. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so they get to the planet. They find their melp at the end of the narrow bridge that they yes. left there, which basically saves them this entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> Jack. It's are- like, hello? Anybody? I'm a melp. I'm a Aww. melp. I'm a lonely melp. Yeah. So Aww, Sam checks Holly. the muon radiation. Yes. Um, which, again, it's just a different type of lepton from neutrinos. Mm-hmm. And the inside of the cavern is so big, Daniel says you could fit every pyramid on Earth inside of it and yeah. still have room. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. 
So they start to cross the stone bridge. Don't look down, guys. No. This is not a bridge I'm going to cross. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, that's pretty narrow. Oh. They're pretty brave. And they're carrying gear. They're, they're carrying on, gear, on and you can't steady. see the bottom. Yeah. Like, that's going to throw your equilibrium off. Which, that reminds off. me that part. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts, but I'll let you get to it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when they get to the other side, Daniel goes up to the skull. There's no ratings anywhere. Um, he clearly understands now why Nick was so fascinated right. by it. And Dan is distracted as Sam's sciences nerding, yeah. science nerds, sciences out on how the neutrinos are slowing down. And Jack wonders how far down it is. To yeah, I, I love the the little like nod at their personalities where Daniel's yeah, like, look at all this awesome stuff. And Sam's like, life changing physics. And, Jack's and like, I was like, how, how far if I spit my gum, you think you think we'll hear it fall? Yeah, basically. What do you think I'll do? And Chuck's just sitting there being <laughs> silent. And Chuck's just like, everybody's dumb. <laughs> so Daniel starts staring into the skull's eyes and the radiation spikes. Tiny lights fly out of yeah, everywhere. Don't look into the eyes. And if you've learned like, anything from Indiana Jones. Jones. Don't, Don't look, look anything in the, in the eyes and cover your heart. Okay. And Tion's uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on? Hit it with his hat gun. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> Which Daniel is then thrown onto the ground unconscious. I'd love to be like, uh, you know, Tion's teenage daughter coming home from being out too late <laughs> and like, it's like, seriously, you hit her again? <laughs> How many times? And it's like, and I don't know that the Zakan works this way, but I like the idea that maybe he just shocks her every time she comes home. <laughs> I do know that three hits will disintegrate you, but maybe if they're not in a row, then he can keep shocking her we're, every now and then. This is it's slow, We're going to slowly ignore the fact that the third shot disappears things, because right, right, right. that's kind of dumb. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> A little they, bit. They they admit that that's yeah kind it's of a, a dumb. it's a little bit dumb. We're gonna ignore that. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I just like the idea of Tio being the kind of was like, what the fuck's going on? I'm gonna <laughs> zap you. There's just like another first you know, ask question yeah later. passed out thing and this like fake wife in this scenario is like, are you kidding me? God. Anyway, I'm dead. So uh, <laughs> then the team can't find Daniel. And Tiok literally passes through him Aww. as if he's not there. That's gotta be And weird. then Sam passes out from radiation. Yep. So Jack Ferryman carries Sam back to the gate and Tiok runs after them. Yeah. And they leave. Can we take a minute and discuss how they're running here? Yeah. Because these are, they clearly, I don't know if they're on treadmills, but they look like they're doing the like, hey, fake run. Screen this we're, whole we're not going to show your legs, so just pretend you're running. And this, nobody does that well. This all green screens. The pretend running. It's like, I'm doing it right now, and it's terrible. I'm swinging my arms, like, I'm bringing it around town or something. <laughs> that bothered you worse than it bothered me. It was the worst. I couldn't, and I know this is early, and I'm not going to count this against them, because this is early. Oh, no, TV it doesn't text. ruin it no, for me. No, me, me, it's more of, like, I can see the green around their hair. Yeah, the nice little halo. So, again, I'm not... This is more of a thing you notice because the effects are so much better. Like, yeah. I can't give them any crap for it because they were doing green I just love, I just love the, the terrible fake run. It's yeah. like when people fake drive a car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like nobody actually puts both hands on the wheels and turns back on. <laughs> if you actually drove like that, you would just hit everything. It's because well, everybody try it now. Do your fake driving and then consider... What would happen on the road if you were doing that in real life? My dad used to do it just to, like, make sure you're awake sometimes yeah. if there's no one on the road. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they throw themselves through the gate, and when Hammond's like, where the fuck is Daniel? Jack's like, I'm just going to pretend to pass out now. Like, what? Oh, gonna, I don't feel good. Not going to yeah. answer anything. <laughs> 
So in the infirmary, Jack Rogley wakes up with the sweats. Mm. Uh, Sam is unconscious. Teal'c is looking fine, thanks to Junior. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm good. And apparently the muon radiation affected their hypothalamus, the internal thermostat. Got it. Just throwing wonkers on them. (laughs) And, uh... Tilk Filks into. I'm gonna start saying that next time I'm not feeling well. My Someone's like, oh, what's wrong? It's my hypothalamus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and the Tilk. Neutrinos are fucking with it. Nuance. Tilk informs Hammond that Daniel just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Not really sure it happened. Yeah. He's just kind of gone. It's that honesty of like. We don't don't say that. So, okay. <laughs> don't be so okay. And then we come back to Daniel just laying unconscious in front of the skull on the yeah. ground on the other planet. <laughs> um, Hammond is is in the control room looking through the MELPS camera, mm-hmm. and they don't see Daniel. Nope. Nor do they see Daniel in infrared sensors. Nope. And then Teal'c walks in, and I love it how Hammond's like, Janet hasn't given you the okay yet to leave, and Tilk just kind of ignores that He's statement. Like, uh, this is where you go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm fine. I do what I want. <laughs> Tilk wants to go back and recover the skull to see if that can help him see where Daniel was transported to. Mm. Uh, and, like, he's like, but if it zaps me and sends me to wherever Daniel is, uh, at least I'll have found him. Yeah, that's fair. So at least we'll be together. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Teal goes back to get the skull. Mm-hmm. He steps over Daniel as he wakes up <laughs> and quickly gets super annoyed that Teal is ignoring him. Yeah. I love this part. Yeah. And even more shocked when Teal runs right through him. Yeah, that can't feel good. No. I wonder what that, yeah, that must have felt really weird. Yeah. I'm imagining it's sort of that same thought that, that, that people say when you, that feeling that you get when someone quote unquote steps over your grave. Yeah, that chill. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I get that, that like, it may be 90 degrees up, but you get that involuntary like shiver up your yeah. spine. Yeah, uh-huh. I can think I'm for of. it. That's yeah. what I'm thinking it is. We should, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> And so then Daniel starts chasing after Teal'c, and Teal'c pauses at the melp and looks back as if he senses something. Hmm. No, it's weird. Do we really think Teal'c would be the guy to sense this? Is it something, you know, attuned to... I I totally buy that when he's sort of meditating Kelna Reaming, he would get the feeling. And Sam also detects it later on, too. Well, see, and I think... But it makes sense for me a little more with Sam. Sam's a little more in tune. She's got Jelinar. Juju doesn't seem to act the same way. Well, no, but we've said before that, that... Teal'c is the Zen warrior monk of this That's group. That's fair. That's like, fair. I think that Teal'c is the most centered if and connected. If anyone's listening for it, exactly. it's Teal'c. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know, he, I think he's the most centered of anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm f- on, I'll, I'll, on the group. I'll buy that. Yeah, it's definitely pro- it's probably not Jack. Because Jack's <laughs> like, it's not right in front of my face. I'm not going to see it. It's not there. <laughs> nope. Yeah. So. Um, Teal'c's the guy going, uh, no, Jack's the guy going, hey, where's the peanut butter? Yeah. It's like you're looking at it. It's right there. <laughs> oh, I've, that thing I've done before where you're like, where's my phone? Yeah. I can't or, find my phone. Oh, Seriously, my, where's my phone? It's oh, in my hand. It's in my hand? Yeah. <laughs> or you're on the phone looking yeah. for your phone. That's I've looked for my glasses while they were on my <laughs> yeah. face before. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That means slowed down. I've also, I've also been the one where I have my contacts in and then oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to put my glasses on. No. Nope. Wait, why can't I see now? Yeah. Why can't I see with blurry. my glasses on? Everything's blurry and I might throw up. <laughs> so Daniel catches a ride back through the Stargate, just barely, just yeah. barely through the Stargate. Yeah. Um, and Siler is there with Hammond to take the skull down to Rothman. Yeah. 
and uh and Siler sighting. I love Siler, yeah. and I love <laughs> Daniel waking up because he can put his hand through Siler and yeah. Hammond, and they don't notice. <laughs> yeah, and he just keeps going. What's happening? This and is no weird. Yeah. <laughs> This is really weird. Like, this is kind of one of your worst nightmares. It's a little creepy. It's a little creepy, yeah. Because what do you do at that point? Exactly. You you can't scream, you can't... Now, there's also... Is there anyone you would spy on at that point? My more concern is the same, (laughs) and probably yes, but I would never admit it to anyone. Sure, that's smart. Yes. (laughs) Um, Me neither. (laughs) Totally There's there's the same, um... There's the same, like, issue that you run across, um... Like, and this is a question that people have had in um, in Star Trek and things, and anything where you go out of phase. If you can go through walls, oh. why aren't you falling through the floor? Oh. Yeah. Boom. Boom. That's true. Because, it's kind of like they're made out of different materials. Because TV show. Right. You just have to roll with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um... Well, maybe you're not standing on the floor. Maybe you're floating in that spot, and you're and then you can float across to the other. That's my theory. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with that. It's kind of like, you know, like when so, a bird's turning around in the air. Sure. Like, you know, it's like it hangs out in one... It's not, you know... We'll, we'll go with that. That's my thought. Okay. <laughs> so in the infirmary, Teal'c and Invisible Daniel visit the rest of the team. Mm. Sam is still out, um, but she'll be fine. Don't worry. And Jack, on the other hand, is annoyed that he's not back to being himself yet and calls Janet a Napoleonic power monger. (laughs) Well, she is little. It's maybe the best quote of the episode. Napoleonic power monger. And then he wants to know what the hell happened to Daniel and Teal'c's like, I have no clue. I couldn't find him. I love that, like, Teal'c goes back and he's like, well, he's not right here. I gotta go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then Teal'c and Daniel agree that it's not a weapon. Mm -hmm. It's a teleportation device. Uh, and but Daniel thinks something else happened, mm. and Jack Jack doesn't have a lot of faith in Rothman since he couldn't find his way out of an ashtray. That part makes me a little sad. It does, but yeah. he's kind of dense in the next scene he's coming up. Dense. Yeah, yeah, I do like him. He's he's kind of our little like comedic effect in this episode. Yeah. But, Although yeah. speaking of comedic effect, uh-huh. the end of this scene. Yes, <laughs> Jack Jack wants to get up. And Teal'c's like, Janet doesn't think that that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I also don't think that's a good idea. Whatever Jack said, he tries to get up and then slowly just collapses <laughs> on like, the floor. No, I guess I'm going to stay here then. <laughs> and then Teal'c reminds him that Janet's usually right in these sort of matters. Yep. <laughs> and then Teal'c just like picks Jack up with one hand and drops him face first on the bed. <laughs> kind of robot style. And, and, till, and, and Jack just face down as a muffled thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's jaunty music. It's a very cool moment. Um, He's like, I've earned this. I'm not even going to move. I live here. I live here now. So in Rothman's office, he's flipping through pages mm-hmm. and Daniel tries to encourage him. You can do this. Yeah. I have faith in you. And it's not... It's not working. Rothman's just like, it's a, it's a crystal skull. Yeah. Hammond's like, duh. We told you that part. Though they haven't, apparently they didn't tell. It's like you don't know the answer on an essay question, and so you just rewrite the question, <laughs> hoping that as by the time you're done writing it, the answer will have come to yep. you. It doesn't. The reason work. that this happened is because when it happened, oh, shit, I got nothing. <laughs> shit, I got nothing. Yeah. Although they apparently didn't found, tell Rothman that it was found another planet because Rothman assumes it was made in Germany in the early 1800s mm-hmm. and basically busts out laughing when Teal'c's like, they think it's a transportation device. 
And then Rothman's does some nose spray up his nose. Yeah. I love that it. they, because he does sound sick. Yeah. And I love that they play into that because I'm like, is he, what's wrong with his yeah. voice? And it's like, oh, he's sick. He's legitimately sick. He's like, it's just a skull. Yeah. And the whole scene to me just shows how he's not quite fit for the SGC. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, he's not open to any mystery. <laughs> and Hammond forcefully cuts him off and goes, I want a full report within 12 hours. <laughs> Yikes. No questions. Yeah. And Teal goes, don't look in, don't look into his eyes. <laughs> and then they leave. And oh, after, by the way, yeah. After Here's the leave, thing. If you gave me that thing, I'd be put like little sunglasses on yeah, or something. Just, just some just tape don't across. Look, yeah, just don't look at, why, why is he tape? Because I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> you told me not to look in the eyes. And the minute you told me not to look in the eyes, all I wanted to do was look in the eyes. So <laughs> this is how we stop me from dying. And then... Then as they leave, Rothman asks Siler what he thinks, because Siler's been silently sitting yeah. across from this whole time on his laptop, and Siler's just like, I think you're going to get fired. That might be my favorite line of the <laughs> entire episode. Because so Siler's like, you're dumb. You're fucked. Yeah. Bye. Basically, I think that you're dumb. <laughs> so later on, Teal'c is meditating, and the camera pans to show Daniel also meditating, and with, like, the awesome candles and incense, and it yeah. seems really nice, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Daniel is trying to tell him, you know, look, if you didn't come back I've been stuck on that place forever sure. and thank you and then Teal'c opens his eyes and is like someone's here yeah who's here I sent something Daniel tries to tell him that it's me I'm here although it's really disconcerting when you walk through me like that <laughs> and it's, there's some just a, a little yeah a tiny bit of frustration in Daniel's part <laughs> no, that Teal'c can sense him but can't see him or hear him yeah again worst nightmare ever um, so back in Rothman's office, Rothman is doing the one thing he was told not to and is yeah, staring into the Straight into the eyes. He's kind of dumb. When, yeah, he's a little bit dumb. A little bit dumb. When when Sam and Janet run in, tell him to stop. Uh, when Daniel's just sitting in the background going, I've been telling them the same thing. I'm amazed with people like that because people like that exist in the world. Mm-hmm. When you're like, hey, don't do that. Well, or like the dog that there's always one person has a crazy dog who like eats grapes. Yeah. And it's like, I'm always amazed that they're not dead. And then I'm like, why is the universe keeping you alive? Well, to be fair, in this case, Rothman is specifically do it to yeah. try to prove them wrong. Sure. Um, and Sam and him get into, and, and Janet and him get into a heated debate. Mm-hmm. Rothman's like, it's just a skull. It doesn't do anything. And Sam's like, I saw what the fuck happened. Yeah. Also, at the time, there was intense muon radiation. It did a thing. Yeah. yeah. It gets a little heated and then Siler just sits there awkwardly. Yeah. Silent. She's like, I'm not, I'm not getting involved with this. Yeah. Siler's like, I'm almost in the cool kid group, so I'm not going <laughs> to take part in this. Exactly. Because they let me do fun stuff sometimes <laughs> and you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> So, fine. Sam's like, I'll take over. Mm-hmm. And, and and at that point, Janet grabs her some water because she kind of winces, like, probably from a leftover headache or something. And Daniel, at that point, realizes, you know, I haven't been hungry or thirsty. Oh, yeah. Which leads him to the conclusion that he's probably dead. See, I'd never get there because <laughs> even when I'm not hungry, the second I feel anything, I'm like, I must be hunger. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, you're tired. No, I'm, I'm definitely hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the point that Sam sort of stopped. The first time she kind of looks around and sort of senses Daniel's presence. Mm. And Daniel's like, I'm a ghost. Yeah. Dead. This is when you call Whoopi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she will figure that shit yeah. out. Find so, a pottery wheel somewhere. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so the techs are preparing a UAV in the gate room, mm-hmm. and the control room, sell- Sam tells Hammond that they've run every test they can think of. They've found nothing. Mm-hmm. And Janet doesn't recommend anyone going back to the planet, which is why they're sending a UAV to see if they can find something else. Mm-hmm. This whole time, Daniel is awesomely just in the background, sitting on top of equipment, looking sad yeah, and bored. Oh. <laughs> Daniel needs a hug. It feels very much like one of the Haunted Mansion ghosts. Yeah, like, why are you does. sitting up there? Why like, weren't why? you sitting up yeah, there? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so Sam has a crazy idea. What about Daniel's grandfather? Mm-hmm. And both Jack and Daniel are like, Nick? Yeah. Together? <laughs> yeah. Janet's like, you know, we've, I've already taken the liberty of looking him up. We, and then Daniel's like, oh no. He goes, he's in a psychiatric institution in Oregon. Yeah. Apparently the failing to prove that the crystal skull was real caused a mental breakdown that he never recovered from. Yeah. And Nick checked himself in. And Daniel was a regular visitor up to about four years ago, right before he joined the Stargate program. I guess I can see that. With any of the things that we've seen here, or we've discovered here, imagine you're on your own. Yep. You find something like the Stargate. Mm-hmm. You go through it. You come back. You can't really do anything else with it, but yeah. you've had this experience, and nobody believes you. Yeah. That might mess with you. Uh, yeah, it would. Mess you up. Yeah, yeah quite yeah. a bit. I can see. But I love my favorite part of this whole, after a while, Daniel's just in the background, just, oh, by the way, he's insane. <laughs> yeah, also, uh, he flew over the cuckoo's nest a long time ago, although that uh, analogy is bad. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Daniel points out that, although it's an analogy that would have been made by Daniel in That's that situation. That's fair, yeah. Uh, Daniel points out that, you know, Nick is the one that kicked him out after mm-hmm. they had a huge fight. Uh, and, and Janet says that apparently Nick still talks about Daniel all the time mm-hmm. and that the doctor she spoke to said that any friends of Daniel's are welcome, which Daniel's like, huh? Wait, what? what? Yeah. It means he loved you. Yeah. <laughs> so Hammond lets him go, but yeah. they can't say any reason why they're visiting. Right. So they set up to Oregon. Yep. And Jack the grabs a drink. The of the 90s is alive in Portland, guys. Yes. <laughs> Jack grabs a drink. With some interesting characters around. Oh, yeah. And as a nurse comes to ask how she can help, Tilk is just like, you may take us to Nicholas Ballard immediately. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay, can we... A couple <laughs> things here. One, I am really bummed that I feel like, again... If anyone's going to make a reference to One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest, <laughs> this would have been the time that Jack would have done it. Oh, yeah. He, he would have been like Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, can we talk about Teal's suit? <laughs> Yes. That suit. I don't know if it's in your notes, but we got taught. Okay. It is not in my notes. (laughs) It is. Okay. So... One, he he responds so forcefully that I almost expect him to have a cane and, like, (laughs) swat it at someone. And then Sam looks scared that it's like, is that your pimp? <laughs> she looks so like, what the like, fuck? It's, it's one of the things I feel like Teal's like, oh no, I got my wardrobe already. Yeah. Like, I've, I've studied enough Earth television. This is it. This is what I wear to go out. And everyone's like, are you going to tell him? No, yeah. are you going to no, tell No, I feel him? like they're like, so this is what you're going with? And he's like, yes. He's like, okay. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm not going to tell gonna him. He's really into like, you know, some. some like um, late 90s R&B and boys to men. Listen. He works it. He does. He works it. He looks it. good in it. He looks good in it. He can I rock just it. love how overdone it is. <laughs> it's very overdone. Slightly overdone. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely, um, he's he's in a Boys to Men video. Oh, yeah. He's down on bended knee. It works. <laughs> yeah. Works. Done. Uh, and so Jack's, like, smoothed that situation over quickly. <laughs> yeah. They also didn't quite get their, their story straight with each other over. Yeah, good job, guys. Do you know him? Well, no, yes, no. 
Yes. You know, that's no. easy, easily something Extremely. we could have talked about on the plane. I know. That's what I'm saying. So what are we saying here? Yeah. So um, as she goes to get Nick ready, Daniel's like, I can just don't have to wait. Why I'm am I here? Yeah. Go with you. And he walks through the door to where Nick is. Mm-hmm. So they tell him that uh, the friends of Daniel's are here. And Nick just says that he misses him. Aww. And Daniel tries to tell him that, look, I need your help. Mm-hmm. You need to tell my friends all about the skull you found. Please, please trust them. Yeah. So Sam walks in, or the team walks in, mm-hmm. uh, and they get some alone time with him. And after some introduction, Jack's like, you must have been very proud of Daniel. You know, he followed he followed in your footsteps. Although I will say he also followed in his parents' footsteps, not right. just his grandfather's footsteps. Um, but Nick's But we like, are trying to butter him up. We so. try to butter him up, yeah. <laughs> and, and Nick's like, you know, he just made a fool of himself. Right. And Daniel's like, here we go. <laughs> you know, he stakes his entire career on the pyramids being built by aliens. He was more insane than Nick was. And Aww. he even told him that. Yikes. So Daniel tries to point out, you know, we're both right, though. Yeah. And Nick, you know, Nick uh, Nick continues that, look, Daniel lost his apartment. He lost his research grant. He hasn't been published in two years. Where is he now? Right. He's gone. Sam's like, let's get back to the topic at hand. Yeah. About that skull. Mm-hmm. Nick's like, nothing happened. Uh, so here's my theory on why Nick is so hard on him. I don't think he doesn't believe in Daniel or... Yeah. I, I, I think it's like, please don't do this to yourself like I did. Exactly. He's like, uh, please don't... He, yeah. You're going to drive yourself to the same madness that I've drove yeah. myself to. Don't so do this So this is yourself. my way. I'm bluffing. Exactly. But it's like, I'm, I'm trying to get you to not yeah. get sucked out of its hole. Um, and... and uh, and so and Daniel's again like, please trust. I know you can't hear me. Can you just trust them? Uh, and Jack points out that, you know, well, Daniel believed you. Right. And to which Daniel's like, no, no, that's not the way. Don't do that. Retreat. Please retreat. Stop. Please stop talking. Because Nick knows that Daniel didn't believe him. Right. He, he's Daniel apparently wanted to. He mm-hmm. listened to everything. He just couldn't. Daniel couldn't believe Nick's story in the same way that Nick couldn't believe Daniel's story. Right. That makes okay. So, uh, and Daniel's like again, we are both right. Fair in the end, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, um, but Jack, that's the way that would have to go. It it is, and Jack wants to know more about this skull. They found one just like it, and Nick perks up, going, "Really? <laughs> Can you show me?" And yeah. they're like, "No." no. Because it's in a classified location and mm-hmm. we have to go there. He's like... We'd have to wipe oh, your memory when you're done. Okay. <laughs> He's like, well, if you don't take me to see it, I'm not going to tell you anything. I love that. He I'm may be nutty, but he's not that nutty. Well, in reality, like, he's not... Like, it's... it's What... what Nick's situation also seems just as, like, worst nightmare. It's like, right. you know you're not crazy. It's literally everyone else in the world telling you you're crazy. Yeah. And he's like, I'm still mentally sharp. Well, I love that being there, though, has not killed a spirit to yes. the point where he's not one to try. Yeah, exactly. I guess is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so in Hammond's office later, Hammond's like, yeah, let's... Not bring the civilian down here. It's like, too that late, it's already doesn't done. doesn't <laughs> seem like a good idea. This is the biggest secret in the nation. Yeah. And Jack's like, well, we'll keep him away from the Stargate. And besides, <laughs> he's been in a psychiatric institution for 20 years. Who's going to believe him anyway if he right. said anything? <laughs> Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. That's really solid of Jack. It's actually really solid. I like that we don't talk about how quickly they go back and forth. Yeah. From Oregon to Colorado. Reasons. Yeah, just because. Reasons. Yeah. So Hammond points out that Jack walks a fine line, to which Mm -hmm. Jack just goes, thank you. Yeah. And as he leaves, he's (laughs) 
I think the most touching scene yeah. of the entire episode. So Jack leaves and it's just Daniel. Daniel's going to leave and Hammond's red phone rings <laughs> and it's his granddaughter, Kayla. Oh my God. And it's past her bedtime and, and Hammond laughs at something and apparently Kayla lost another tooth and Hammond tells her that put it under a pillow and that her older sister Tessa probably wishes she lost a tooth too. And then he gets more serious and he really wishes he could make it to her school play tomorrow night, but he can't because a very close friend of his is lost and needs his help. And it's basically the most adorable yeah. goddamn thing. <laughs> and if you didn't already love Hammond, well, then there's no hope for you. Here's the thing. I love that this conversation happens. Yes. Because I think we may have actually done it on the show. I think we've all pretended that it happens. Yes. Like we're all like already see him this way. And I love that they kind of deliver that for you. Yes. Because I've, I've mentioned this before. Yeah. Hammond reminds me so much of my own grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, I mean, he reminds everyone, I'm sure of everyone's, like he's just There's just something really badass about him. He's so badass. He's so beautifully stereotypical, the perfect ideal grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and the other thing that makes this so great is she calls his red phone. I know. She calls his red phone. I know. And these little girls have no idea that they're calling the line that only them and the president have. Exactly. They're like, well, this is just grandpa's number. And to be fair, he is the type of person to be like, oh, no, my my granddaughters get this line too. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, and he doesn't tell them, hey, this is like, I bet their parents don't understand. Yeah. Hey, this is the line that is the president's line. Exactly. They're just like, call this number. Yeah. Yeah. This This is how you reach me. If you absolutely need me, this is how you reach me. (sighs) Like, I want to give him a big hug. (laughs) And like, Daniel is super touched by this as well. Oh, yeah. Like, This is just... Well, again, uh, we're talking grandfathers here. God damn it, I love Hammond. Yeah. It's a great... It's a great moment for Aww. Daniel to walk in on, considering yes. what he's dealing with exactly. his own grandfather. I just, God damn it, I love Hammond. Mm-hmm. I love Hammond so Hashtag much. Hashtag grandpa's matter. I don't know that's terrible. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that was bad. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Hashtag I feel grandpa's, awkward now. Okay, fine. Just hashtag grandpa's rule. Yeah. Like, grandpa's rule. Grandpas tend to be pretty cool. So, Teal'c leads, Teal'c leads Nick into the lab with the skull, and Silo's like, you shouldn't touch I, and Sam's like, no, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine, yeah. So, <laughs> Nick says it's just like the one he found in Belize, mm-hmm. and they can't tell him where this one was found, mm-hmm. but Nick's like, it was found in a stone He's pedestal, like, I huh? can tell you, because <laughs> yeah. I know. And from Jack and Sam's look, he knows that, yes, it was mm-hmm. found in a stone pedestal, and it's like, wasn't in Belize, though, was it? Huh. Yeah. It was in a giant cavern. He's basically going grandpa on their ass. Oh, he's going grandpa. He's like, it was in a giant cavern, huh? Yeah. Nowhere on this earth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh-huh. so big. I can see it on your faces. That my torch mm-hmm. never touched the ground, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't know how I got there, but there's a field of energy, and he was simply there. And nice. then they came, the giant aliens. I love this part. <laughs> rose up from the mists, and Daniel points out, this is why no one believed see, him. See how he went too far? <laughs> see how we were all? Almost all on See board. how we were on board, and then he You're went to done. giant aliens on yeah. the mist. <laughs> There's giant heads telling us to sing and show us what we got. I don't know what they wanted. <laughs> so Nick repeats what they says, which I will save everyone of trying to repeat this phrase <laughs> in Mayan. Oh dang! I wish I'd, I'd, I'd I looked know. at it longer. Yeah, no. Uh, and Daniel's like, "It's Mayan for the enemy of my enemy is my friends." Mm. Here's a small thing. Okay, I looked it up. The earliest known version of that saying is from the 4th century BC in Sanskrit. Oh. Sanskrit treaties called... Uh, nope. Arshara... Arthra Shastra? Yeah. Arthashastra. Sounds right. Okay. Um, and, you know, anything Sanskrit 
is from the exact opposite end of the world yeah. from anything Mayan. But I like wonder Indian how global that concept would be. It is, but because Just it is for such human nature, yeah. maybe, yeah. That's my stretch. It's <laughs> your stretch. But yeah. like I said, the fra- the earliest known recording of the enemy, the enemy is my friend, uh-huh. is from 4th century BC. Good. A lot of people associate to, is it, it's Rome or Greece? Rome, know. Latin, so it must be Rome. Latin would be Rome, yeah. Yeah, um, but but really, it's it's from it's from it's from the Indian region, gotcha. which is not anywhere not the near the Mayan region. Nope. So, anyways, Nick was afraid to answer the giants aliens, <laughs> so he aliens. <laughs> I feel like he has to say it like that. He every does, time. and I love it. That's why I keep saying it. Like I love the way he says giants <laughs> aliens. <laughs> so anyway, Nick closed his eyes and he was back in Belize, and the mm. ground shook. He grabbed the skull and ran, and everything yeah. collapsed around him. And I Jeff's, love the way he describes it because you're almost in the moment with yeah. him. You're like, yeah, that's what I would have done too. I yeah, yeah, yeah. My eyes so, and be like, oh dear God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Jack's like, giants with an eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> again, up. Daniel's like, again, see, he went too far. You were with him and until then, the giant aliens. We're done. We're done. <laughs> this is my grandpa. Thank you for not failing me. <laughs> so Nick's like, I spent years trying to find the giant cavern again, but it was like, it was as if the temple never existed. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine what that feels like to go on the most incredible journey of your life and have no one believe you? Yeah. And no one in the room says anything. They're like, um, yeah, all the time. Actually, like, yeah. Like, every day. Yeah, actually, that's <laughs> thing that Whatever happens, it is, you don't even that know. That we can't tell you about. <laughs> but yeah. And you wouldn't believe anyway. Because we go, through, we go through the Stargate. We go on the incredible journey. But to be fair, they've got their own little support system. They do. They mm-hmm. do. And, and Nick didn't. Yep. So Teal'c escorts Nick back to the VIP room and Jack asks Rothman if that helps at all. And he's like, no, no, no. no. Actually, it doesn't. No. He's Mostly like, well, just, because Rothman is Rothman. Just work on it. Yeah. <laughs> So Jack and Sam and the Invisible Daniel have uh-huh. a walk and talk. Aww. And Sam points out that, you know, he described the cavern on the planet almost perfectly. Yeah. But giants, Jack says. That's true. And she's like, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't help us. <laughs> Jack points out that maybe he was transported to the planet and the skull was trying to send Daniel somewhere, but something interrupted the process. That's fair. So Sam then stops at the elevator and asks Jack, Do you get the feeling that Daniel's still around? Kinda. <laughs> yeah. Kinda, Daniel says. Maybe that's just because they miss him. Yeah. And Jack's like, or radiation sickness. <laughs> I love that. I'd, oh, Daniel, you're like radiation sickness to me. <laughs> and Daniel's talking to himself that they have to go back there. Uh-huh. And then Daniel's like, wait, wait, what's this? What's this good night bit? Yeah. He's like, what happened to working through the night? It's like, no, yeah, we're tired I mean, now. I did that for you. Yeah, guys. That's true. Yeah. Worked through he the night. did. You just leave me. On the plant somewhere. Oh. All right, Aww. fine. Yeah. Sad. Like, I'm, not, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna forget this point. It's, it's Sad Daniel. Sad Daniel. Oh. But then in Nick's VIP room, Nick tells Teal'c um, that you know, Teal'c, when you see Daniel, can you tell him something? And he's like, No, never mind. I should, I should tell him myself. And mm. Teal'c leaves. And Nick sits down on the bed, folding his jacket. And Nick tells Daniel that he's sorry for not adopting him when his parents died. Yikes. And Daniel's like, I know you're traveling all over the world. Nick's like, it wasn't Daniel's fault. And Daniel's like, duh, I was eight. Yeah, no kidding. How could it have been my fault? Yeah, I did not kill my parents, nor did I tell you to not about me. So, no, not my fault. And Neil, t- Nick, Neil, yeah. Nick turns directly to Daniel and says, sorry for allowing his obsession to drive him to madness. Would Daniel forgive him? And Daniel's like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, yeah. whoa, whoa. Can you see me? Yeah. 
And Nick's like, well, yeah, of course I can. And Daniel's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are You've seen me the entire time. <laughs> and, uh, but I would be on Nick's side on this one. Yeah, because he's like, look, I know you're not real. Like, yeah. It You're doesn't a hallucination. Mean I'm losing my mind. I'm, like he's I've just told like, my entire life I'm crazy. Of course yeah, I'm seeing he's you. He's resigned himself. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm seeing you. Your friends came to get me. Yeah. I feel all this guilt. Of course I see you. Exactly. Yeah, you're in my brain. And Daniel's like, no, no, I'm real. You're not hallucinating. And Nick is like, well, that's what hallucinations yeah, would say. Totally plausible. Yeah. yeah. Daniel goes, it's not this time. The skull did this to me. It did something, and I need your help. And that convinces Nick. And he's yeah. like, what can I do? Uh-huh. So in the briefing room, Nick is escorted in, and the team is surprised for him being here because you're not supposed it's to be right. anywhere near the Stargate. Yeah. And he's like, well, Daniel insisted because he's here. And they're like, of course he is. And he's he's like, well, he's standing right beside me. And Jax goes, well, he's lost a few pounds. Yeah. To which Daniel tells Nick to tell him to not be an ass. Yeah. Which causes Jack to pause, go, Daniel? Yeah. Huh? That would be appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick repeats what Daniel says, that they have to go back to the planet and let the skull finish what it started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jack reassures Hammond, like, look, no one told him about another planet. Right. We didn't do that shit. Uh, and Daniel told Nick everything. Right. They have to put the skull back. They have to let it finish the giant. So the giant aliens will come. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> Something interrupted it. And Jack's like, well, maybe it was Tilk firing his Zat gun at it. Yeah, Mr. Trigger happy over there. <laughs> That's normally my job. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and Hammond wants to know why Nick didn't say something sooner about seeing Daniel. And he's like, well... I thought I was hearing voices. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, I thought I was nuts. You you know where you picked me up yeah, from, right? Exactly. I was in the insane asylum. I wasn't, <laughs> and, like, hanging out at yeah, the park. No. And and to answer Janet's question, I think the ol- I'm the only one who can see Daniel because I went through the same experience I did with the think. skull. Yeah. <laughs> so Daniel has Nick tell Hammond that if they do this... He might still be able to see his granddaughter's play after all. And Hammond's like, oh, okay, so you're telling the truth. I love that that's where he goes and not like, when the fuck were you listening in on my phone calls? But it's because he knows that there's no way Nick could be there. That's true. And he knows, well, if Daniel was invisible. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's, it's like, Daniel, what else did you see? You I'd give, be a little uncomfortable. You give Hammond credit because he's like, well, that makes logical sense. Yeah. Of, like, of, of all the shit going on. That makes logical sense. I would love sense. like a little scene where it's like, "Hey, hey, Daniel!" Like Jack comes up yeah. and he's like, "Did you did you see the part where I was shadow boxing by myself?" <laughs> okay, please don't tell anybody you saw it. Okay, just uh, don't tell anybody about the dollhouse. Thank yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and then he asks uh, Hammond asks um, Daniel directly if he thinks that he can safely return to the planet. Yes. Yep. So Jack and Nick and Invisible Daniel heading to the gate, and basically Nick uses the situation to his advantage. Hell He's like, yeah. yeah, Daniel totally said that I should go with you. Uh, it's totally necessary that I go with you to make this all work. <laughs> yep. That's what Daniel Can't said. Can't blame him for that. And I was like, I've been like, this far, I'm going in. Fuck, dude, I'm yeah. standing right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Jack and uh and and uh they get in the gate room. Mm-hmm. Nick is in awe, right. as most people are, mm-hmm. at the Kaboosh and the Stargate. And Nick, he's like, this is, this is, so this is where you've been for the past yeah. few years. Makes sense now Exploring that you're not uh, writing papers. 
And Daniel promises to tell Nick everything when they get back, he promises. Can I just say, mm. speaking of clothing style yes, in this episode, can I say how much I love Nick's style? <laughs> you think that was wardrobe or do you think they just came and dressed like that and they're like, yeah, that it works. It could be either. I love, <laughs> but I love how, he, I'm sure he hasn't gotten to wear like normal civilian clothes in such right. a long time, but he has still has like... The awesome sense of professional... Like, I love that perf- old professor look. Yeah. Like, I'm personally... Totally. Like, you give me a corduroy, like, pants and jacket, and I will be all... He even has a freaking ascot. Like, yes. This I man think, you know, style. he doesn't get opportunities like this often. And so, of course, it's going to go all out. We already know I love vests. That's we do. <laughs> For those who don't know me, Makes I really love vests. likes a good vest, yeah. Um, so, they get into the... Uh, they get into the cavern. Mm-hmm. The melp is still there. Mm. Nick, like, he, he's like, I, re- I recognize all this exactly. He, um, so he goes to rock across the narrow bridge and stumbles a bit. Jack yeah. helps him. <laughs> and they finally make it across. Teal gives the skull to Nick, who places it on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. And now they wait for the giant aliens. Sorry. <laughs> Which one. Jack just thinks has a nice ring to yeah. it. It does. Mm-hmm. We're going to wait for the giant aliens. Yeah. So Daniel starts staring again into its eyes, and um, the radiation starts climbing again, and the lights start filling the cavern, and everyone looks slightly concerned, except for Nick. Right. He's, He's like, like, no, no, this is how it goes. Pretty. Yeah. Uh, and the lights get sucked back into the skull, and, and everyone can see everyone now. Except, except for Teal. Yeah. Um, and everyone is basically now out of phase. Like, they run, like, Jack, like, runs his hand through Teal'c then. (laughs) And Teal'c reports to Hammond that everyone else was teleported except for him, and he returns back to the gate immediately. Right. So the world shakes a bit, and then a giant mist alien forms. (laughs) And I love Jack's response of, holy smoke, Bullwinkle. (laughs) That was interesting. (laughs) That was pretty creative. I don't know what I thought of. Well, but it's like "Holy Smokes" is one of the sayings yeah. in Bullwinkle. Yeah, no, it is. I just I love that that one hasn't been pulled out yet. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a new one. So uh, it repeats the the giant alien repeats the enemy of my enemy is my friend and Mayan. He and does not, unfortunately, say "Show us what you got." Which is what <laughs> I was hoping he would do. Anyway, <laughs> and then and then the team would just like sing the song. They'd start dancing. Yeah, yeah they're like, "Hey, bend over, raise your posterior." <laughs> So be um, like what you got. <laughs> so then they run through the reasons. Well, Tilt didn't join us, and usually the reason he's not included in the cool games because he's a Jaffa. It's like cool... this shouldn't even take this long to get no, to it. it guys, guys, Jaffa. Jaffa. Guys, guys. Um, so Daniel tells that the alien tells the alien that they're enemies of the Gould. Mm-hmm. And the alien tells them in English then that they are welcome here. Yeah. So Daniel tells them that, you know, they are travelers in search of friendship and they want to exchange knowledge and culture. And the alien accepts their, accepts their proposition and points Mm -hmm. out to Nick, he can stay. Yeah. We like him. We like him. (laughs) We know it's not the first time we've been here. Yeah. And, uh, and Daniel's like, well, someone, he's like, no, 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 I'm going to stay. Yeah. No, this, this was, like, literally my life's work, and Guys, I've been looking for this place. know by now that aliens like to take our old people. They do. <laughs> He's like, I've been looking for this place for 29 years. Why the fuck would I not want to stay right, here? Right, Bro. 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 This is, like, the thing that I went crazy for. Tell them I died in a car crash. Yeah, Tell them anything them. you fucking want. Exactly. Just let me stay here. Uh, and Daniel, Daniel's like, but I don't want to lose you. You just right. got you back into my life. Uh-huh. And Nick's like, look, I will be back. Yeah. 
And, uh, and... Also, knowing the relationship they have, he might not. No, he, he might not. tell them anything to get back there. Exactly. Uh, and he, the alien tells the rest to look back into the skull's eyes again. Mm-hmm. And Jack just tells Nick to take notes. Sure. <laughs> and uh, Daniel tells Nick that, you know, we... You'll have to tell me everything you can get back. Mm-hmm. And Nick promises. Uh-huh. And then tells Daniel that he's very proud of him. Aww. And Daniel goes, goodbye, Grandpa. Oh, and we fade out. It's a good little sad time. It is. Yeah, <laughs> giant alien. So I, for one, I enjoy this more than Indiana Jones: The Crystal Skull. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a fun episode. It doesn't seem to be like plot driven at all. It's not. It's kind of just here. It's for like your... it's like half fun mystery, half character. Yeah, character yeah. study for Daniel. Yeah. yeah, it's just. Just find out a little more about Daniel. Uh, I love, I love his grandpa. He's a great actor, so he's always fun uh, to listen yes. to. Yes, um, I think it was just a fun episode. Yeah, I think, and uh, it's almost like I want to start like a fun episode list, like yeah. one that's like I can well, pull, like and put this on there and the Dom DeLuise one in yeah, it. Yeah, I think, I think when you know, I've been thinking about this for a while. I uh-huh. think. Um, we have we have one episode left in the season. Ooh. So I think when we do our top ten, okay. I think what we kinda have to do because there are two very different kinds of Stargate episodes. Yeah. And because it's our own podcast and we can do whatever the fuck we want on this That's podcast. Fair. I was kind of thinking there'd be like a top a top ten sort of story episodes. Yes. And then a top ten in Fun episodes. I like that. I'm all you know I mean? for that. So yes, like, yes, things yes. like this and things like Yurgo is talking about the fun yeah. list. That's true. And I then, like that idea. And you have you have ones that are like forever in a day because yeah, which are like totally about the plot. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Well, if that's the case, I kind of don't want to change anything today. Yeah. Although I really did like this one, I but I, yeah, no, I don't need to change it. I'm gonna wait it out. We're almost at the end of the season. I actually will say that I think this one goes into number five for me. Ooh. It knocks out past and presence. Yeah. You know, it's um, interesting. Up until that number five point, we've got very similar lists. We do. We do. <laughs> I, and it's just they're just. They're actually identical. They That's were, awesome. Yeah. You would you would a second one as number five. Well, but. to be fair, I if I were gonna put Crystal Skull in here, I'd probably knock out my number fives. Yeah. Because again, the fact that they're still tied means I didn't love either one. Exactly. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. I um I really like I said I just have always loved this episode because it's just a crazy little Ed side adventure and I love I love Yon. That's like, the best I story. Love, like which of these are the best side adventures? Yeah, and I just. Gosh, I love Jan so much. He just makes me happy. Like, I love the actor. I love... He just... He's just... I like him. He's just a good dude. He's just a good dude. I dig it. Um, so what's up next? Next up is an episode called Nemesis. I'm for it. Which happens to be the season finale. This doesn't feel like we're up against the season finale so we're fast. We're up against the season finale. Wow. This is, this is a part one. Oh. It is not Nemesis part one and part two. The second episode has a different name. Like Got we've it. had for a couple. Gotcha. Before. I'm for it. Any um, other thoughts on this besides just it's a fun ride? It was fun. It's a good. I'm going to replace the memories of another Crystal Skull exactly. with this one. Exactly. Um, I wish the aliens asked us to show them what we got. <laughs> I really like this one. I really did. I, it's, I, it's a lot of fun. I think it's worth a number five spot. Um, are you going to play something in Yeah, okay. yeah. We're going to put it in number five and spot. And we, we really, we honestly, guys, we did not plan to have a Not at all. I hadn't even noticed that until notice right until, now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was fun stuff. Planned. I can't wait to see what this episode, I, I can't wait to see how the season wraps up. Yeah. The season has had, um, I will say, uh, to give a little criticism, 
this season has not had so much plot driving yes. it, but there's been a lot of fun one-offs. Well, and, and I, I kind of like that. I like that they're having fun with the show a little bit. I will tell you that, as you would imagine from a season finale, mm-hmm. Nemesis is some plot. Good, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nemesis will introduce a new... Elements, a new element into the Stargate Ooh, universe. Oh, I'm ready. I'm uh, ready. Which, which are among some people's favorites. Guys, guys. Yeah. I can't wait for next week. I know. <laughs> we really will fun. see you guys then. Thanks for hanging out. Yep. Um, and as always, you know how to reach us. You can tweet us at Terra Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Or you can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Uh, like us, rate us, review us. Thanks yes. to everybody for checking in. Oh, Your if anybody house. watches Supergirl. So oh, yes. Somebody told us about. No, we had more than one person. Oh. So um, Brother Matt uh-huh. was the first person. He was like, because he knows. I don't stay up to date on all the CW shows. Right. Because they tend to be watched before I get around to watching them gotcha, in the house. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and so, and Supergirl's the one I never really got started into. Yeah. Even though I like Supergirl, but... I just anyway. don't have any way to access CW, yeah. so I don't watch it. Um, And so, he was like, by the way, have you seen Supergirl? And I was like, no, because I usually don't. He goes, it's basically Stargate this week. And I was like, I am intrigued. So, if you watch or don't watch and have access to it, maybe check it out. Tell us what you think. It is. It's actually, because we watched it. It's it's basically, they have a Stargate. That's awesome. (laughs) And then they go to another planet through the Stargate. In fact, it's even mentioned, it's like a Stargate. Yes. In the episode. <laughs> and then, really good friend of the podcast uh, and real life, Val, yes. was like, have you guys seen Supergirl? It's Watch basically Supergirl. It's basically Stargate. Do it. Check it out. So I'm going to have to find it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's basically Stargate. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for sticking around this long. Yep. Bye. Bye.